Hello, hello, everybody. What's going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can call me hashtag Boss Lee or the People's Mentor. And this is episode 457 of the show. This is uh, an episode on how to help choose and decide which network marketing company is right for you. I'm not pitching you or anybody on anything in this episode. I think you'll notice that. So in case you're a little bit worried about that right off the jump, I'm not pitching you at all on the company. So um, this is what to look for when you're looking for a company. And I think that these are some of the things that are most important and you're going to love them. Uh, I know this is a recent episode. I did this intentionally because I did some of the top reasons why network marketing just a couple days ago. And I really wanted you guys to have these back to back. What you're hearing in this episode is me doing a live training about network marketing. Anything that could be perceived as an income claim is not guaranteed and cannot be guaranteed. If you choose to participate in a network marketing company, please understand it's very hard work and by no way are my results typical. And I do say that multiple times throughout the episode, so hopefully nobody is thrown off at all about that, okay? Oh wait, you know what episode this is? This is 458. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. 458, 458. If you end up loving this episode of the show, please make sure you stop over at iTunes or Spotify and you leave a five-star review. The reviews mean a lot, and even more importantly, please, 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 subscribe to the show, get the notifications. That is how this show does get ranked, so thank you. And then when you do love this show, grab the direct link from it. You can directly take the link and you can share it with people. When we get to 2,500 five-star views, there will be a giveaway. And as always, make sure you subscribe to the Jesse Lee Telegram. We'll be doing pop-up Zooms. JesseLeeTelegram.com. JesseLeeTelegram.com. It's also in the show notes. So hopefully you guys enjoy this episode of the show. I really think you will. It's short, sweet, to the point, and it's really, I think, necessary. The reviewer of the show today is Sherry101. Jesse Lee is life-changing five stars. Founder through my upline who posted one of her podcasts. I've been hooked from the first listen. If you need a fire lit under your, well, it says ass, but it's got like a hashtag (laughs) to have passion in your business and how to be successful in your business. Then Jessie Lee's your girl. Her words get right to the core of issues. No one wants to talk about and blows them wide open. I'm talking, puts that ish on display, LOL. Then she tells you how to overcome and fix it. If you want to succeed, just follow her advice. Can't thank you enough for these podcasts. They are changing me in every aspect of my life, not just business. Thank you. Thank you for the review. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Enjoy. What's going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can call me hashtag Boss Lee. And I'm excited to be on here with you today. Today's training is going to be really important, and I think you should consider selling, selling it. <laughs> I think you should, should consider sharing the video to whoever you feel like sharing it to, or at least listening in for yourself. I want to give you some of the, the, the reasons and ways that I would decide what network marketing company is the right network marketing company for you. If you are tuning in live, feel free to drop a one in the comments below. Um, my energy is really low tonight just because I'm a sleepy, sleepy girl. This is day, I don't know what of the 90 day run and it's killing me already. So the more participation you have, the more energy I will be able to give you. So make sure you are commenting below. I really appreciate all of it. Hello, Kelly. Hi, Ashley. Hi, Jessica. Hi, Karen. Hi, Kathleen. Hi, Shay. Hi, Brandy. Hi, Mandy. Hi, Coach Shashki. Hi, Suzanne. Hi, Mama Chanel. Hi, Danielle. Hi, Greg. Hi, Sydney. Hi, everybody. It's going to be a good one. So I'm excited to go through this and make sure that you take notes if you want to. And you can see if this is... You know, something that's right for you. I did a live yesterday, if you haven't watched it, about the reasons why I believe network marketing is the greatest of all time. And then I know some of you probably, as a follow-up, are looking for an opportunity. So I want to go through this. How to choose your company, okay? All right, so we're going to rock and roll. If this is going to be useful for you, you can drop a yes in the comments below. If you do share, drop the word shared in the comments below. I will try to give you some full name shout-outs, all right? So here's the deal. Even when I was first introduced to network marketing 11 years ago yesterday, (laughs) 
there were far fewer companies than there are now, right? There's a lot of opportunities. There's a lot of companies. There's a, there's a lot of people talking about a lot of different stuff. And so I know it can turn into a crazy loud world where you might be thinking to yourself, oh my gosh, I don't know what is right for me. I don't know what I should join. I didn't say your name, Kathleen. Hello again. <laughs> and so I want to make sure that each of you has a high level of success wherever you choose to land. Now, keep in mind, this is not me attempting to recruit any of you. I'm not going to be pitching my company whatsoever. I want you to understand that I want you to find the company that's right for you. That's probably the number one thing, first and foremost, is if you want to have success in this profession, you must choose a company that's right for you. I will give you a, 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 a perfect example of this. Uh, I was switching network marketing companies in 2017. I know I'm a product girl, okay? I know I'm a product girl. And when I was switching companies in 2017, that was when the first education companies were really coming onto the scene. It was very popular to sell education, which there's nothing wrong with this, right? Services, really popular, right? Selling electricity or selling, you know, gas or selling, you know, crypto education, trading education. And I was pitched by three in the same company, three of the top earners, still three of the top earners in one of the biggest uh, trading software um, education, whatever companies that still exists. I'm friends with them. And I said to every single one of them, I am not a service girl. I am not an education sales service girl. It doesn't make sense for me and the team that I plan on recruiting. And it doesn't make sense for my following. What makes sense for my following is for me to still sell products. So I say that to all of you to understand. I want you to sell something that is right for you. Sometimes people will follow a leader because they've had different really good experiences with the leader, but the product makes no sense. The service makes no sense and they truly end up failing. And it's not necessarily, it is their fault because they made the decision, but it's also not their fault because maybe it didn't come from a, um, a, a constructively thinking lens that I'm trying to give you right now. Okay. So New opportunities pop up every single week. It kind of seems like every Tom, Dick, and Harry comes up with, uh, you know, some kind of product line or service or whatever, or companies are changing names or what have you. And so I want to make sure you find the right company inside of a $300 billion a year profession, okay? So I don't want anyone to get into a company and have either limited success or no success. I want you to have at minimum moderate success and hopefully tremendous success. Now choosing the right company does not under any circumstances guarantee that you will have success, but it does increase your odds. Okay. It does increase your odds. If you agree, drop a flame in the comments below. Okay. Ultimately your success in network marketing is determined by what you do and people hate that, but it is the truth. Okay. Your success in network marketing is based and predicated upon how much you do. It's about how much you can build a network of people. It's about how many people you can sell, um, you can get to buy and sell a, a product and a service, right? That is your job. Your job is pretty simple in network marketing. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm saying it's simple, simple, but simple in the comments, okay? You're going to provide information about your business. You're going to answer questions about your business. You're going to answer objections about your business and or product and or service. You're going to make sales. You're going to follow up. You're you're going to sponsor people. You're going to train people. You're going to plug people into systems and you're going to support them. That is network marketing in and of a nutshell. And that's all there is to it. So excitement and enthusiasm for sure are going to make a lot of the necessary tasks when it comes into the business, a lot more easy, a lot more enjoyable. And I promise if you choose the right company, it's going to be a lot easier for you to work for that company. Now here's the deal. 
here's the deal. You can always tell when somebody's about to leave a company because of the language they use. I heard somebody train today, as a matter of fact, and the languaging they were using was, well, you know, in my current company. And even the way they were saying it, I messaged somebody else who trained today and I said, oh, oh. Somebody's not excited about their company anymore. Somebody's mad about their company right now. And the person wrote back to me immediately, you heard that too? And they said it three times, three times. You'll start to hear stuff, okay? You start to understand the power of language. MLM stands for multi-level marketing. NWM stands for uh, network marketing. Okay. So let's rock into this. All right. Let's go through. I don't know how many things I'm going to say. I'm going to start with number one. Okay. Number one is carefully research the companies. Okay. Questions. How long have they been in business? If it matters to you, right? Uh, <laughs> oh, my sweetest loves. The idea of a ground floor opportunity. Oh, Baby, okay, the percentage of network marketing companies and companies in general, not just network marketing companies, the percentage of companies that start up and fail is very high, very high. Don't get excited from the people who pitch you and say, it's a ground floor opportunity. You know what that is? Drop me a red flag. That's a red flag. Y'all really write statuses like that still on social media? Red flag, red flag, red flag, red flag. No, no, no. Unless you're a huge leader with a tremendous network, ground floor opportunity is a red flag. Let me give you the only situation in which that is not a red flag. If Jesse Lee Ward started a network marketing company tomorrow, let me tell you something. Kate, Shelby, Hillary, Brooklyn, Denise, Closer Queen, Alicia, Susie, Lo, Shina, Jamie. All right, I'm not, by the way, I'm not starting a network marketing company, okay? <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I'm gonna run it up, okay? That is my personality. I don't know how to lose. There are very few of us who can actually handle a ground floor opportunity, okay? For the most part, if somebody is pitching you heavy, it's Amy, right? I knew it was Amy, sorry. If, if, for the most part, if somebody's big pitch is this is a ground floor opportunity, I need you to give them the shovel for the ground because they're going to need to dig a hole about six feet under because that company's probably dying, okay? All right. So if it's less than about two years old, I would say that is, uh, generally speaking, a probability of very high failure rate. If it's about, and this depends because there's waves of momentum, somewhere around usually about 15 years old or so, you've probably missed a lot of waves of momentum. Not too late because you can create momentum, okay? But I want you to think about that. Something else that's very important when you're carefully researching a company is I want you to pay attention to things like management team. It depends, but like 
for me, it mattered, right? I was making a business decision, not only for myself, but I was making a business decision for the lives of other people as well. And so for me, I said, I want to meet with management. I want to have questions. I want to grill you. I want to ask you all kinds of questions. I want to know a lot about a lot, about a lot, about a lot, about a lot. I want to see a solid mix of people. For me, let me give you something that I think is really important. Of course, different things about it for different people. You're watching my live. I want to know if somebody who is in corporate position has field experiences, okay? I want to know that someone who is either a founder, a CEO, a CFO, a CMO, a whatever, a president, etc., has field experience. Have you done my job? Because it is very hard to work and scale a business when somebody has no experience on the ins and outs of actually doing what we do to build the business. Does that make sense? If it, if it makes sense, just put yes below, okay? So you don't need to do like a deep dive, but I was very attracted when I looked at my company and I said, oh, okay, so founder has 30 years of, excuse me, founder has over 30 years of network marketing experience. Uh, Co-founder was number two in Isogenics and also has over 24 years experience in the field. That's what I'm talking about. That means I can have conversations with them. That means I can say, you're being stupid. You're being stupid. You're making bad decisions for the field. You can't have that conversation if they've never been in the field. They don't know what they're talking about, right? You want, I'm telling you, that's really important. So pay attention. You might not need to have a conversation with management, but if you're making a decision that might be your forever company, your forever home, thank you for your order, Elise. I just saw it pop up. (laughs) Thank you. All right. Uh, I want you to think about that, okay? So find out what their success rates are and what they've done. If there have been failures, ask questions. Again, out of total transparency, I said, what happened over here? Hey, co-founder, what happened over here? What was this screw up? You're like, I need to know. I just want to know the story. And I wanted to see exactly what the story was. We've all got failures. We've all got mishaps. All the most successful people in the world have way more failures than they do successes. You're allowed to have failures. I just want to know, okay? I just want to know, okay? So if the company is solid and it feels intuitively good, that's actually really important, really important, guys. If it feels good, then move on to the next thing and then find out maybe this. Now, this one might be, this is definitely one of the most important parts of picking a company, okay? So if that first one you think makes sense, carefully research, drop a one below, okay? Number two, number two is find a product or a service that you are passionate about, okay? Find a product or a service that you are passionate about. If not, find another company. Let me just be totally honest with you. I'm always honest with you guys, but oh my God. So when I was looking at, at, um, at companies, I basically went home to a porch full of stuff. CEOs from all over the world sent me all kinds of products. I'm like, I don't want to sell that. I don't want to sell that. I can't sell that. That's not exciting, right? I'm looking at this. That's stupid. That's not me. What's this? <clears throat> and when I was talking to the men about, <coughs> excuse me, about the, uh, the service-based company, they were in this, you know, a trading platform. I literally said to them, you mean to tell me that I'm supposed to get excited about squiggly lines on a telephone. Yes, sis, you should be excited about that. That's crypto, that's Forex, that's trading, that's real exciting. I'm like, 
Okay, that's great. It's not exciting to me. It's not exciting to my people I sell to. Now, I do trade a lot of money, but I hire people to trade a lot of money for me. That was not exciting for me. I'm not passionate about trading. If you think I'm going to learn how to trade and sit behind a computer and stare at squiggly lines, you've literally lost your mind. Like, that is not a business opportunity for me. If you're passionate about it, sell squiggly lines. Me, not so much. Me, not so much. I would have basically guaranteed failure if I would have joined an education company, okay? So ask yourself on top of that, is this a product or a service? Is this a product or a service that is in high demand and will be for many years to come? That was important for me. I was excited that I aligned with a company that nobody can even make our products. You can't get our products anywhere else. There's 17 patents. We're the only pro- It's not a protein. I don't sell protein shakes. 9,000 companies sell protein shakes. I don't sell a thermogenic. A million companies sell thermogenics. I don't sell a fiber shake. A million companies sell a fiber shake. I wanted something literally no one could get their hands on. That excited me. I went, what does it do? No, that's got to be fake. And then I drank it in 20 minutes. I was really focused and I went, oh, well, I've never felt like this before. So maybe, maybe there's something to these little powdered sachets. And I got excited about it. And I thought, oh my gosh, for years to come, we've already protected the company. That makes sense to me. I wanted something consumable, right? <clears throat> so I like things that can have auto ships, right? You don't have to, but I like I would, I would like skincare companies because unless you're just nasty and you're not washing your face, gross, you're going to have wrinkles by the time you're 12, okay, just kidding, <laughs> right? Like you're going to need a consumable product. Makeup, same thing. If you're doing your makeup, you're going to use it. Hair care, right? If you're washing your hair, if you're not nasty and funky, you're going to have to re-up your hair care, right? Health and wellness products, you're going to need more, right? You're going to need more. I thought that makes sense to me. That makes sense to me, right? So- is the product unique? Is the product unique in some type of way? The company unique. It's so funny. Like they had a mascara. That's how they launched. Nobody could figure out how to make their little fibery mascara. They blew up into momentum. If you want to build something very quickly, what makes you different? What makes people want to reorder with you? What makes people want to spend extra money with you? What makes people say, okay, your product is $12 more than what I currently buy at Target. Tell me what's different right? If it is a product, does the company manufacture it? Are there a bunch of middlemen? If there's a bunch of middlemen, it does make a difference in the margins. This is kind of a deeper conversation, but from a leadership perspective, this mattered. It mattered to me that we have our own manufacturing. It mattered to me that we were um, down the street from uh, from the warehouse. This stuff mattered to me, okay? So, you want those answers to be yes. I choked on my drink. Oh my goodness, all right? But, You want to ask these things because the only way you're going to be able to have rapid growth is if you know the company can handle that kind of growth. You want to know these kinds of things, all right? The third thing, I think I'm on the third thing. Maybe I'm on the seventh thing. I have not a clue, okay? But whatever number I'm on right now, by the way, thank you for following me. I appreciate you guys. Thanks for sharing. I'll give some shout outs really fast. Thank you, Elizabeth. Hey, Mary, how are you? What's up, Pat and Jamie and Mickey and Gigi? Hi, Christine. Hi, Becky. How are you? How are you doing? What's going on? Mother gosh, uh, angel pink beauty. Appreciate you. Thank you, Brittany. Thanks for following Danielle. Thank you so much. Appreciate these roses, these gifts, whatever. It's awesome. All right. 
The third thing, thanks, Deborah, appreciate you, uh, is examine the compensation plan. And you don't need to know everything about it. You don't need to know all the ins and outs and all kinds of crazy stuff about it. But is it easy to understand at least how to just make money right off the bat? Okay, when you're talking to someone that is looking at a sponsor, I want you to think about something. Uh, I want you to, you know, I want you to think, does the person know how to get me to $500 right away? Does the person know how to get me to the first rank right away? Does the person know how to get me through fast start right away? You shouldn't have to understand or explain how to make $100,000 or a million dollars or whatever, but I want you to know and understand a pathway to get to that first hundred, 500, you know, whatever it is, thousand dollars. Those first steps will scale and you'll be able to build the business. If you're looking at something that is incredibly convoluted and super confusing and nobody really understands how they make money, that's a problem. It's a problem if you have to sponsor hundreds of people to make a decent income. It's a problem, in my opinion, if in 2022 you can't just sell product and make money. For me, that is a critical part of a good network marketing company. Can you just sell product? I sell over $300,000 a month in product. My lifestyle is not based and predicated upon our team. That's extra money, okay? Literally, okay? So I want you to know about that. I want you to know if you're rewarded for a few associates. Are you rewarded for recruiting those couple of promoters? Where are you? Where do you make money? Now, I don't like party plan. If you're on my page, I'll just be very honest with you. I don't like party plan because I think that those super, super simple compensation plans as well that are like just wholesale pricing and then you're making very tiny margins on people don't actually pay out appropriately. From my experience, those compensation plans and direct sales models, for the most part, not everyone, for the most part, uh, that, in my opinion, you're basically front-loading your whole company. Your company's making buku bucks on everything and they're not paying out in the compensation plan. You should actually be able to have a conversation with your owner. This is a higher-level leadership conversation. And you should say, what percentage of commissions are paid out? They know that answer. If they don't answer that for you, they are lying to you. That was, a conver- that was one of my first questions that I asked our founder. I said, I need to know what percentage do we pay out? He told me like that. He knew right away. I said, oh, that's like a lot. He said, yeah, I know. I said, oh, all right. Is that sustainable? He said, yeah, it's still sustainable because we own the manufacturing and we own the payment processing. I'm like, okay. All right. Makes sense. Okay. So. Next, check stuff inside the compensation plan. Like, check if there are purchase requirements. Check if you have to have an auto ship to get paid. Check if you have to buy certain amounts of whatever. Same thing with party plan. I'm not a big fan of party plan because they tend to have huge sales requirements to get your checks, right? So when I was in party plan, I was top rank. I had to sell. Now, I always hit it, okay? But I had to always sell $4,000 a month, and I had to recruit two people just to get my check. If I didn't do that, I didn't get paid. Now, if I would have known all the things that I'm teaching you now, I would have known red flag, red flag, red flag. I didn't know any better, okay? I didn't know any better. So look for companies where an auto ship is not required. Look for companies where you don't have to do anything. You just do the work and you're paid on everything, right? That's how it should be. It should be everything you sell, you get paid. 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 And if you think I'm nuts, I'll, I, I could Google their comp plan right now. And I'm pretty sure I've got a feeling. I'm pretty sure it's still the same. Okay. So, <clears throat> uh, so that's important. Okay. 
And then find out what the requirements are if you're interested, if you are a big builder, find out what the requirements are for the top rank. I knew day one what requirements were. I knew exactly what I needed to do to get to top rank. I knew exactly what I needed to do to get the highest payout. I knew exactly what I needed to do. I knew exactly what the volume was. I knew exactly what my structure needed to be. And I looked inside of it and I asked the right questions like, okay, inside of this compensation plan, since this is the company I'm choosing to join, I want to know... Inside of all of this, are there any bonuses that people don't really pay attention to that I should know about? Right? Okay. All right. Next thing is find out, in my opinion, when you're looking at companies, how you are allowed to market. Okay? I will be super honest. When I joined my company, there was a clause in our policies and procedures that said you could not build with Facebook groups. If you know anything about Jesse Lee Ward, you know... I created the ad tag message system five, six years ago. Our whole business used to be based and predicated upon Facebook groups. I said to them, if you do not change policies and procedures, I do not join. That has to change. Okay? Actually read through that kind of stuff. What are you allowed to do? What are you allowed uh, to say? Are you allowed to be an affiliate for other things on social media? Are you allowed to uh, represent leggings or can I sell lashes or can I have links in the bio? Am I even allowed to have a link tree in the bio, right? All of these things. It's a company you're working for. Every company is going to have standards, right? You are an independent contractor. You own your own business inside of the business. You still have to abide by policies and procedures, right? So now obviously there's Facebook groups. They change the policy and procedures. Everybody knows, but you need to ask the questions. This is a business. This is a business decision. Treat this decision when you are joining a network marketing company like a lifelong decision, okay? So Think about that. Find out, do you get paid daily? Do you get paid weekly? Do you get paid monthly? Do you get paid quarterly bonuses? Where are the bonuses? Are there bonuses? How do I hit the bonuses? The money matters, okay? The money matters, so figure that out. And ultimately, what I will say is that the best compensation plan in the world is the one that you are going to build. And that goes back to, are you passionate about the products? Are you passionate about the services? Are you going to actually talk about them? Not everybody will actually talk about them, Okay. Next is see what the social media presence is like. Okay. When it comes to marketing in general, I think this is still inside the same different thing. Okay. Inside the same, I'll talk about income disclosure statements in just a second. Cause I see your comment, mama Sandy. Okay. Find out if you get help with marketing. Is there, you know, does the, does the company offer marketing already? Do they have presentations ready to go? Uh, are there customizable websites? Do you get websites? Are there fees for websites? And if there are fees, what are they, right? Do you have trainings inside the company, right? Do, has the, does, does the company know what's actually going on or are you basically blowing dust into the wind? My problem in my first network marketing company when I joined was that there was nothing going on. I joined and I was excited and it was a disaster. I'm going to switch topics really fast to income disclosure. Sorry, Wookie is chatting really fast as she starts barking. I apologize. She's growling at the air right now. Income disclosure statements are not fair. They're not fair. The reason they are not fair is because every single person who joins a lot of these companies is immediately dumped into the category of recruit, promoter, distributor, whatever you want to call it. 
People who never have even attempted to build a business, have no intention of, it, of starting a business, probably signed up as a promoter with the intention of getting a discount on their products are still lumped into that same income disclosure. So if you have somebody, let's say a hundred, you recruit a hundred people and 89 of them were never interested in anything. They just wanted a, a, they just wanted a discount on product. Well, then what you're actually looking at and what you should disclose the actual income on is the 11 people who wanted to run the business, not the 89 who joined for a discount. So those income disclosure statements, when people say anything on the internet about them, I just laugh because they're dumb. People are kidnappers every single day. Well, your kit over here was $99 and I got $340 a product. Of course I bought it, right? They didn't want to make money anyway. They didn't want to get on a, on a Zoom call and learn anything anyway. They didn't want to do a business. They wanted to save money. It was a coupon. That doesn't mean that it's an invalid business model, okay? All right, so and number five or six or nine or 12 or whatever point we're on over here, hopefully that answers that for some of you. I saw the question. I thought it was a really good question. I thought I'd just jump to that really fast is find out how much actual training is offered, okay? Does the company offer trainings? Does the company offer events? Does the company have something for people to do? Is there something that comes with those fees, right? If you're gonna have a $100 a year fee for websites and for um, back office and for whatever else, awesome, not a problem, I get it. I know what it costs to keep my godaddy.com domains on every single year, right? I get charged every year to have those on, right? I know. But I want to know, am I going to be supported? Am I going to have a back office where I can look at reports? Am I going to have, you know, something that I can see what's going on in my actual business? All this stuff. If I have that good, if I have that good, and is it reasonably priced, right? Is it reasonably priced? Do you, does it come with a training kit? If not, fine, right? Not everyone needs to. It doesn't matter to me. I don't want a training kit personally, okay? Is there training online, right? Again, if not, that's kind of fine. You can do whatever. And then are there conventions you get to go to? What does the actual company do? Now, there are people like me who, quite frankly, clearly are running a company inside of a company. We have Empire University trainings. Our entire team has an onboarding robot. Our whole entire team is swag incentivized. There are step-by-step-by-steps on all kinds of extra stuff. They have systems built out by CEOs of companies to get their own scripts sent out to everything so nobody has to think. Our team is very different. But that in and of itself should be a reason or should be something you know. You should know. You should ask people, hey, are there systems when I join? Hey, is there onboarding when I join? Hi, if I choose you, are there, uh, hi, Wookie, are there incentives for me? Do you have an incentive structure? Is there a monthly bonus going on? Is there a team contest you're currently running? Are there company contests that are currently running? What's going on in the company right now, okay? Find out what's going on inside of your company, inside of your team, and inside of whatever your sponsor is doing, right? These things, maybe not everybody cares about that, but it might. It might matter to you, and so you should know that. Of course, all my videos are always saved. This is also going to be on the podcast. This is going to go, go everywhere so you guys can watch and share and relearn and do whatever, okay? Um, and then after that, I got to tell you, last and final and probably most important thing, and then I got to go because our team has a book club every night, so I got to get on book club, okay? <laughs> oh, Lord, we're reading a book. We're reading a book. Is And if anyone's watching from the team, can you let the chats know? We'll be on book club as soon as I'm done here. That would be great. Thank you for sharing, by the way. Appreciate you guys. Thank you for uh, following as well. If you haven't already followed me, you should. Okay, so thank you for tagging and sharing people. You might end up finding several companies where you're like, gosh, now I'm between this and this and this and this because they hit all my criteria. That's awesome. Okay, 
You need to use your gut then. You need to make an educated decision that feels good to you. Who is the leader you actually want to align with? And then you can just start interviewing leader to leader. You know, I think a lot of times what people do is they rush into things so fast. They immediately go, oh my gosh, I have to make a decision right now. Can you wait a week? I know she wants attention. Can you wait two weeks? Can you have conversations? Can you interview? Can you make a decision of who the right sponsor is for you? Does the company feel right? Instinctually, does it feel right? Are you seeing how quickly the person that you want to be your sponsor is responding to you? And you know they're freaking busy and they still find time for you, right? If so, and all those things check off, I would say you're probably ready to begin your career in network marketing. So, 